Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Raw Knuckles Podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe. And I I jumped into this parking spot ahead of him because there's no way I was giving it to him, and there was no room for him to park that boat. So he goes, oh, oh, oh there, there's a spot there. I go, you, could, you couldn't put a Toyota in there. He goes, watch me, watch me. So he backs this big Lincoln into the bumper of this little Toyota or something, puts it in reverse, and they start spinning these tires. The rubber is, is, is burning, smelling, stinking. But he moved the car completely against the other car to the point where you could get this huge bolt of a Lincoln in and said, I told you I could park this thing in yeah, anyway. <laughs> I'm a good parallel pocket. Oh, oh man. my goodness. Uh, uh, when I stepped on the ice, I never backed down and I never stayed down. And I was vicious and I was malicious and I don't care. <laughs> I'm alive. He's a freaking madman. Look at him going to town. Welcome to the Raw Knuckles Podcast. Greeny, good to have you. Le Gion Vert, Tabanouche. Le Gion Vert, my former teammates. Hi, say hi to my new teammate, uh, Tim Stapleton. Rick, hello. Hi, good. How are you guys? Good, good. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, awesome Pleasure. to have you. You're down in Florida, are you? Yeah, trying to uh, escape some of the stuff that you guys are getting uh, around up north there. So you yeah. got to do, do it when you can. Yeah, I got used to that when I went away um, earlier in the winter. I was away there for about five weeks, and I got to tell you, it was hard coming back here. I'm sure it'll be for you, but um, let's get let's get to it, Greeny. Um, go back. You know, you grew up in Bellevue, played junior in, in London, and I always find it fascinating when I look back and you see where guys were drafted, and then you go through the draft and you see what careers were like. And here you are, a number one pick overall. As a kid in, in playing junior in London, did you have any inkling that you were going to be the first overall pick? Not really. I mean, you know, you just uh, you, you, you play the game. Uh, you keep moving up the ladder as you get older. Uh, you know, you just either enjoy it or you move on. And I was fortunate enough that I was able to play at high level and uh, had an opportunity to, to show my stuff. And little did I know that, you know, down the, uh, the long stretch that I would have an opportunity to go, you know, in the NHL, let alone first. But, um, you know, there's, there's a process there. You, you never know... Uh, what the future holds you just uh and you know it very well too hey eh? uh, you need a chance and um some comes uh, easier than than others and you just take advantage of uh that opportunity but greeny like come on you're four years in london you know your last year great numbers 61 games you had 60 points um you know i maybe i'm just trying to get a gauge i was drafted 78 you were 76 I was drafted at the end of the draft. I was, you know, they picked me with a fucking dot. They threw the dot and it hit my name and I got picked. But you, uh, when I think first overall, like today's day, the draft, all the kids are at the draft. They kind of have an idea. Like we saw it this year, right? What happened uh, in Montreal. One kid thinks he's going first overall and all of a sudden it doesn't happen. It wasn't like that back then, but you had an idea you're going to get drafted. 
Well, I, you know, I had my agent was Norm Kaplan at the time, and uh, he had come around when I was 14, 15 years old, basically saying, you know what, are you interested in uh, me representing you, uh, you know, moving forward if, if opportunity uh, presented itself for me to, uh, uh, you know, get in the NHL. So, uh, look, I, um, I just kept on plugging away, and, you know, London was – was good for me. I got, I kind of got spoiled because I lived at home. So, uh, I, I had access to, uh, my mom's car, which, uh, you're always was, a spoiled kid. Which was a bonus. I had, uh, yeah, yeah. Basically yeah, I got spoiled. They paid for I, your I, gas too, everything. And, 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 and my parents didn't charge me for the, uh, you know, the, the money for room and board. So yeah, I was, uh, I was spoiled, but, uh, I, I uh, had a great, uh, I had a great time in London. I had a lot of fun, a lot of friends. And actually I was just down there uh, at the Hockey Hall of Fame uh, induction in, in May or in February. And uh, there's guys I haven't seen in 40 some years and they, uh, they remember those, the London night years. So it, it was, it was great. I mean, let's face it. Uh, we, uh, we we treasure those times and obviously when you get a chance to uh, play in the nhl wow uh other than going to the uh mighty list uh washington capitals back in the day <laughs> so did you grow up uh, uh were you a leafs fan and who were some of your idols growing up uh growing up uh i liked detroit uh leafs no 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 leafs for me uh i i did like montreal and i really um as a kid, I always thought, wow, would it be really special to play in Montreal and win something in Montreal? And kind of a dream came true, obviously, when the when the Stanley Cup hit. But um, Well, yeah. we'll talk about that. We'll definitely talk about that. <laughs> but we, we got to go somewhere else before we get there. And, <laughs> you know, so first overall, NHL draft. And that year, there were two drafts. WHA had a draft. And you were t- picked 10th overall by the Nordiques. Now, who was fucking wrong, the Caps or the Nordiques? I was. It was interesting because the guys, the guys from Quebec, called me up and said, uh, "Listen, we're we're going to draft you." And of course, back then, that's all it was was uh, was a phone call saying we're drafting yeah. you, and and you know, come down and we'll get the contract signed. But uh, Quebec uh, guy said, "Hey, listen." Uh, does it depend, you know, who's going to pay you the most money as far as, you know, where you're going to go? And I said, well, yes and Did no. you consider said, it, Greeny? Did you consider going no. to the Nordiques? No, you were never going to go to the WHA. No, not not because it was the Nordiques, just because the NHL for me was the uh, creme de la creme, and that's where I wanted to go, and that's where, you know, uh, that's where it was happening, and I wanted to, uh, you know, wanted to go that route if, I, if the opportunity presented itself. So who's your coach in junior? Uh, Bill Long. Okay, Nolder, so Bill, Nolder, Billy Long. Nolder. Yeah. All right. So you get drafted, and now you're going to leave home. Uh, you're leaving home the first time. You're sleeping at home at mom's house every night, and you're off to the big city of Washington, D.C. Uh, bring a bulletproof vest with you uh, on the way. <laughs> um, so the Caps, that first year, it's was it Tom McVie, the coach? That's right. All right. So you go, what, what was that first training camp like for you? Like, like, and I think about it and, and how, like, how different was it for you going from London, that security at home, four years with the Knights and all of a sudden you're 
Here I am, NHL, Washington. Big time wake up call because uh, I looked at the personnel that they they had there. Uh, you know, Ace Bailey, uh, Monahan, Bobby Paradise, Yvonne Labray. There's a bunch of guys that I was hoping to learn something from, which ultimately, I, I the only thing I learned is how not to play. But uh, you know, it was uh, you, you didn't care. You just you, you wanted to get there. You wanted. Uh, the pressure that you put on yourself was, hey, your first pick, you better be able to do something. And uh, believe me, it was some painful nights and we had to go into Philadelphia and, uh, you know, the Islanders. And we'd have a lot of guys that said, oh, no, I, I, my back's hurting me. I don't think I can go to Philly tonight. Or, uh, you tight know, ass. The, 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 flu. The, the, the flu uh, set in for a number of guys. So you're kind of left holding the bag uh, quite a few times. But I listen. Uh, I got to play a ton. Uh, I got a chance to uh, uh, do, you know, everything uh, that a young kid could uh, want. And that's, uh, you know, get get a, a chance to play. And then it was up to you to show your stuff, uh, you know, what, what you could do. And, and for us in Washington, it was survival because uh, everybody was licking their chops money to uh, beat on us. And um, right. they did. They did most of the nights. What was the city? I mean, it was they were just newly to the league, right? So was was the city? Was there some vibe to the city? Do you think it would have been different if you got drafted first overall by a Canadian team? Um, well, you know, what well was you know, listen, we all wish uh, that you could get you know into into a situation that will allow you to uh, to succeed. But Washington came in in '74, and people. Uh, that go back to those years after understand there was no expansion draft. So basically the franchise was given in 74, they gave them their expansion fees and said, okay, go make a team. So their teams uh, came from drafting uh, international league, American league, uh, central league, anywhere they get players to fill the roster was the way that they uh, built their team along, obviously with finishing last you're guaranteed the first pick overall. So, as the years went on uh, from 76 uh, forward, uh, there was first picks in Mike Gartner and, you know, uh, Ryan Walter, uh, you know, they, Scott Stevens uh, just before I left. So they, they started to get pretty competitive at the time that I got traded. But, uh, you know, I really, um, I look back if it was going to, if I was going to do it all over again, listen, uh, I do it the same way. Uh, I just, I wanted to play. I wanted to earn uh, the respect of uh, being able to uh, contribute the best you could contribute with the team that you had. So that, that's what I did. And, and I had a lot, I had a lot of fun, even though we lost a lot. Yeah. So you're on a shitty team. You're on a shitty team. You don't make the playoffs those first six years. You had good numbers and you played and that's awesome, but that can grade on you. Uh, you had, three different coaches in those six years, McVie, Belial, Green. What I want to get to, and this was known around the league, Washington was known for having a split team. There were the Christians and the Lions, right? There was a group of Christians, uh, Christian athletes. And I, I, listen, I'm not here um, to judge them or say that, but there was a difference. It kind of split up the team, didn't it? Wasn't there like two groups, basically? <laughs> 
Well, yeah, we had two two extremes. We had the guys that were trying to, you know, uh, get everybody on board to be the, the the Christian group, and that was fine, and that was their uh, their choice whether or not they wanted to follow that uh, that way of doing things. Uh, I wasn't one of them. Uh, I know that. I, <laughs> but I didn't, you know, I, I didn't want to uh, take away from the uh, those guys that were part of the team. And those guys that uh, you know you needed to uh, to try and uh, put your act together, but uh, it wasn't a big deal because, as you know, once you get to the rink, right, uh, you're all family and you do what you have to do for each other. And we 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 did that the best we could, even though we were really really shy on a lot of talent. How about team like team parties and shit that those guys. Pate. No, they didn't. They, they didn't come around. Yeah, so, right. Uh, like that. that yeah. that's a big thing on teams, right? Guys go out together. They and you get that one group that went. And again, they didn't have to come and drink and run around and do what young, you know, NHLers do. But God, if you don't show up, it has to affect the team negatively. It was a little I different, mean, you know. Yeah, a little, little different, but. Uh, you know, we just, uh, we work with it. Well, that's that's the group we had, and it was up to management to uh, to look at it, address it if they were going to, and and make changes. But uh, we, we didn't have a lot of choices when it came to anything other than being patient and hope that a lot of the first picks overall were going to pan out and become somewhat competitive with time. My little Christian friend had something to say. What was that, Tim? Were you a Christian athlete, Tim? <laughs> no, I was going to say that clearly when they won it, they weren't, <laughs> they liked to drink. You know what I mean? Like when they won the cup just recently. Oh, recently. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, they liked the party. So clearly mm-hmm. when, you know, like you said, Nux, I think it's a big part of, you know, a team winning and, and bonding. So, yeah, um, I would have been a lion, though. Thank yeah, you, Nux. For sure you would have been a lion, Tim. <laughs> I know you're a lion. So, Greeny, uh, September 80. To, you're in you were, you were in training camp right on the ice and stuff yeah because i remember out of shape, out of shape. I, I remember distinctly uh langway uh jarvis um engblom and locker being called off the ice i remember what's going on here you know they got called off the ice and off they went never to be seen again until we played washington and Man, I, I think it was a shock to everybody. Were you like, man, this is unbelievable. I couldn't, I couldn't have landed in a better place. Well, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny how that all played out because David Poyle had taken over as a GM uh, who I had never met other than the phone call. And when the, the, the phone rang, he said, uh, listen, Rick, you're, uh, you're off to, uh, to Montreal and I want to wish you the best. And, um, you know, right away I thought, oh, I got to, give my friend Wally, uh, Ryan Walter, a call and say, you know, I'm going to really miss you. You know, we were trying to get something going here. And, and, you know, I'm exchanging with him about how sad it's going to be that we won't be able to continue uh, together. And he, he, he goes, uh, what, what, what what do you mean? I said, well, you're, you got traded to Montreal too. I guess you don't, you didn't get the phone call yet. And he goes, no, no, I, I didn't. We got they never both, called Wally. Both, both, of us, both of us got traded. I said, yeah, we, we got to mm-hmm. go. <laughs> so, so you broke the news. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a surprise. But look, at, uh, if you 
have an opportunity to go to one of the the winningest, winningest, you know, teams in, in pro sports. Come on. Um, it's, it's a promotion. And I, I, I was really thrilled at the opportunity that I could go and look at the guys in the dressing room with between Robinson and, you know, Lafleur and, you know, Stevie shot. Uh, wow, wow. Come on. Uh, Bob Gainey. Bonus, right? huge bonus, huge lift. Yeah. And, you know, really excited. So it took me a while to get myself in shape because uh, back in those Washington days, it was not not a really big deal. And of course, we lost uh, we lost so much. So it was like it wasn't going to make the difference whether you're in shape or not. So that's the way I yeah. Looked. I was I went from uh, what about away from the rink though? Like I went from Atlanta to Winnipeg, and it was like you know Atlanta didn't even know we had a team till like you couldn't <laughs> go to the grocery store in Winnipeg. Was that kind of something that that hit you right away? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big, big time. I mean, you know, Washington, uh, when they came in, they were in Landover, Maryland, which is uh, really almost the main. Yeah. You know, 30 <laughs> minutes outside of D.C. Or, or where they play now. And it, it wasn't exactly um, pretty country there. And it was um, nobody knew who you were, um, which is probably a good thing when you lose all the time. But, uh, you know, we, uh, we we did what we had to do. I mean, uh, that's that's it. You're 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, just take advantage of, of your opportunity. So did that and had a few laughs along the way. So you come to MTL, I remember. Uh, you, you get here and we became fast friends. There's no question. Um, and I'm, surpri- I'm surprised because I had... I hated playing against you. I was going to ask that. I was like, what was your first thing? I'm just really glad that I was such a nice guy that I didn't have to fight him. (laughs) Because it it was like, oh, no, Nyland's on the ice again. I I know he's coming. He's going to chop me, and he's going to hook me, and he's going to trip me. He's going to do everything he can to make my life miserable. And he was good at it. But uh, they said, ultimately, I was good. I didn't have to fight him. I got to tell you, I, I I looked recently. Someone I saw a picture somewhere, and I go um, I ended up sending it to you, and I have it. Uh, where the hell is it? I sent it to you. Yeah, you were and you I, were grabbing me. You were grabbing me because you couldn't catch me. Yeah, I was. Here it is. Here it is. I'm That's trying right. to elbow him in oh, the head. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't quite get that extra no. half step so I yeah. could elbow him in the head. Yeah, so you're grabbing. No, there's no puck in that picture, clearly. <laughs> no, there is. There's a oh, puck there? down there. Oh, yeah, see. there is. Uh, but yeah. so funny. And it, it's so funny when you play against guys, right? You're sitting on your bench, and you look at guys on the other team. There's guys you hate, guys you hate playing against, but there's guys you hate. You just hate them. But they're, Their face, you hate their face. And then there's guys you look at and say, geez, you know, I, that guy probably be a cool guy to play with. Anyway, you come up and, and you come to town. And, God, we had, when I think of the days, you know, going to lunch together, the team bonding that we had every day. And, um, you know, that young infusion of talent we got with Shelly and Svoboda and, and Riche and Momo, all these guys coming in. And, and things started to be on the up and up. Um, you know, Bob Berry, um, were you, were you on the bus when Bob Berry got fired? Yeah. You were on the bus in yeah. LA, right? Remember yeah. that when Mario went on his tangent? Um, I'm not sure if it was, that was the trip, the, the road trip that we had come back and his wife had left all his 
suitcases on the front porch said that's it you're <laughs> you're, you're going you're, you're out but anyway so oh, i know bob. bob i know poor bastard right yeah the it, it it cost him his marriage to coaching and um to, uh, anyway i love barry i loved him um but he he certainly struggled at the end and it was hard to watch what happened tim you would not believe what happened on the bus that day mario trombley um, you know, we flew from Vancouver to LA and Bob came the day before we left on the trip. He skated us, bag skated us, no pucks. Remember, Granny? We we tore the ice up Get down to the cement. Yeah. Yep. We tore it up down to the cement. And there was a big article in the newspaper saying how we ruined the ice for these kids who were supposed to come out and play after us. And we did. We destroyed the ice. No pucks. We're out there for an hour and a half straight, skating like crazy. That coach lost us right there where it was over. We go to Vancouver, play. We get on the plane, and Bob Berry comes walking back down the plane. He looks at me, points at me. He goes, you, no drinking on the plane. <laughs> goes to Ludwig, uh, no drinking on the plane. He goes to Mario Tremblay, you, no drinking on the plane. Before the fucking wheels were up, Tremblay already drank like six beers and had four <laughs> cigarettes, right? He's back there, fucking ripping it up. We get to LA, we get on the bus, right? And he starts, he's drunk. He starts calling out the coach. He's calling him out saying, you know, we got the best team in the league. We got the best right side in the league. Me, Knuckles, Flower, and Mark Hunter. And he said, but we got the worst fucking coach in the league. Wow. And Bob Ganey turned around and he goes, Mario, enough. And Mario goes, Bob? I love you, I respect you, <laughs> but fuck you. Oh, you, anyway, the poor bastard, Bob got fired the next day. I oh. felt so bad from right, Greeny? Yeah, yeah, uh, I like Bob too. He was, you know, he's a good guy. Yeah, good guy. Oh, it yeah. was so sad how he ended up leaving uh, Montreal. But um, that being said, uh, so Bob leaves, Lemaire comes in, which was awesome. What a breath of fresh air for us. Um, just a whole new mindset and LeMaire stays a year because he doesn't want to be the head coach too much pressure pissed me off he left and then pudding head comes in <laughs> John Perron pudding put 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 you remember we used to skate around the ice and everybody go pudding pudding okay okay he he will go on the board and say okay like fucking 30 times you know he's explaining the forecheck and said okay 30 times so we didn't know what the forecheck was Anyway, regardless, <laughs> we go through a crazy stretch near the end of the season and uh, in 80, 86, 85, 86 season. And I remember the year before Greeny, we went to the conference final. Remember you and I, tell the story. We come back on, from the airport. We fly into Montreal. We, we, we get up two games to nothing, Tim. The Islanders, right? Against the Islanders. Islanders. They beat us four straight. Yeah. Last game was in the island. We fly back to Montreal. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to uh, recall exactly. Uh, when what... we were walking out of the airport and all the people, remember? Oh, wow. Well, yeah, that that was like, you know, for me to see that kind of response was like going, are you, are you kidding me? Is this, is this what this city's all about? When you see people like hanging off stairwells and, and uh, you know, it was just, crazy. Just, just happy that we had advanced that far. And uh, you know, 
had, had a chance to, to win a little bit. They were, it was, it was special. I mean, listen. I remember exactly what Greeny said. We're walking out together. And it, some shit I forget about my career, but there's some things that stand out, and I'll never forget it. Greeny said to me, can you believe this? Like, look at these people. This, this city is nuts. He said, can you imagine if we ever won this thing? Yeah. And little scared. did we know that next season it, was it happened. Wow. And it was fucking out of this world. But before we get there, and, and, and you know, we go through that next season. We had a tough stretch at the end. And then I remember Serge. Serge never came around much. You know, he stayed away. If he had to address something, he would. But he, he didn't see the GM that much. And he came down with the president of the team, and they gave us. Remember the speech before the playoff? Yeah, and we also we had the the meeting in in St. Louis, right? Yeah, we got the uh, a few of the guys, about uh, six or eight guys uh, of the group, and said, "Okay, uh, do we make changes or do we just stay as status quo?" And Larry Larry basically said, "You know what? We'll take care of it." And Bob said, "We'll take care of it. Don't don't worry about yeah. it right now." Too, too late in the year, uh, let us go and run with uh, what we've got. So, it, you know, uh, it, it worked out. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, Tim, we had a coach on the bench that really, not that, he, he just he wasn't the best coach. And, Who, Puddinghead? And, yeah, Puddinghead. And guys, some guys, and I was one of them, I'm, I'll speak for myself, but, you know, I a whole lot of respect for what he knew. And anyway, um, Bob Ganey. And Larry Robinson kind of ran that team. It's unbelievable how two players took over, two leaders, right, Greeny? Yeah, and, yeah. And they spoke. You know, I, I mean, you, you know, when we looked around the dressing room, when we saw the, the 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 faces on the guys and the determination, you knew uh, that they were, nobody was satisfied with uh, losing. And even yeah. if we were down, we just knew that somebody was going to, you know. Uh, pick it up and, and make the difference. And if it wasn't goaltending, it was one of the guys that wasn't supposed to score, a uh, guy that wasn't supposed to, you know, jump in front of a slap shot. And it's like, uh, oh, wow, this is good stuff that's happening. We uh, we got a good group. We got yeah. a really that's close the year Claude group. Lemieux came in too. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. He was uh, Pepe was uh, how do we say? Um, he did what he did best in. Uh, <laughs> He wasn't but, Christian. Well, no, <laughs> no. But I, I remember, uh, you know, he always used to pretend that he got his teeth knocked out or that he hasn't broke his arm or he's got a, you know, broken something. So he, he'd, he'd lay on the ice to draw, try and draw penalties. And uh, I remember the, the year with Burnsy coaching and again, he started his act and uh, was a, a little minor thing, but he stepped, he, he rolled on the ice and Gaetano Faye was ready to jump over and Burns, he grabbed him by the arm and says, leave him there, leave him there. Don't even think about it. So yeah, Burns, he grabbed him and held him. Don't even go out there. Yeah. Let him, let him lay there. Um, but yeah, but, you know, what a, what a right? great, what a great, what a special group we had. My goodness. What a, what a mix of, of, of like seasoned experienced veterans, middle of the road guys, and those young guys that come in that year, the infusion of that like superstar talent in Lemieux, and I say superstar in the playoffs, he was, and then Patrick Watt, those yeah. two guys, oh, yeah. and it was incredible what they did in the playoffs. They were one two in the con smite, and we come. I got hurt game six. I tore ligaments in my ankle. Tried to go, no game five. 
game six, deciding game against uh, Calgary. No, it was game five. I got hurt in game four. Sorry. We beat him in five. And it was in Calgary. And I froze my ankle before we went out. They froze it. And I skated in the warm-up. And I wanted to play so bad. And Serge, uh, it's a big boy. You can play. Uh, your right leg can keep up with your left. I mean, yes, it can. Yes, it can. It was like numb. Like, I couldn't feel it, right? I mean, I'll go out and fight someone, right? That's when you've still fought in the playoffs, right? So... I get, I got to go upstairs. They won't play me. I go up and sit with the wives in a box and I get shit faced and watch the game and talk about guys not expected to score right no. here, baby. Greeny gets that puck at the, no uh, at the blue and steps into it. No, that was, made it what? That what? was to go up three, one, but the guy that, that went was, up three, one, the guy that was coming out to challenge me was just the uh, number one, American 500 goal scorer in uh, the history of the NHL coming out in a 2-1 game. And I do, I don't know, I had a brain cramp and I decided to deke him. And my God, (laughs) thank God he didn't poke check me because I probably would be, you know. Who who was that player? Joe 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 Mullen. Mullen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy legs Joe Mullen. And crazy legs missed you. Greeny did the... the, And... Man, just ripped it, and I remember being up in in there with all the wives, and I went, I went through the roof. This was in Calgary, you said. Yep. Yeah, and you know, uh, my daughter, she had flipped on the uh, the that that final that game. She she liked to watch, and she she started talking about guys like Fatio and Poplinski and uh, all these guys. Right, they were they were big and miserable to play against and they just yeah lost. they were they they threw, they threw that puck in the corner and look out they're they're coming at you you know joe otto uh you know they had a big group of guys at uh, big hunter tim hunter oh, yeah, hunts yeah hunts, he yeah. bump into you with his nose and hurt you what was, was you that hawk and lube on the team yeah that's right yeah they, they, were, they, they, they were tough but you know what um in, in hindsight, I thought we were better in 89 than we were in 86, but it's amazing when you get into the finals how such a fine line can make the difference between a guy making the save, guy not making the save, and then having guys uh, chip in uh, you know, with goals that they weren't supposed to score. But Like Screwy, right? You, but like Screwy in that overtime game, he scored what? How many seconds in overtime? Yeah, it was nine seconds or something. Like Yeah, <laughs> right off the open and draw. Really? Right. He wow. gets the puck. The puck squirted out. He gets it at their blue line and rips one past the goalie. We, we were shocked on the bench. We didn't – I think I was still sipping water. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, like crazy. Yeah. You know? We, we had a good mix of guys. And, then, you know, our defense, you know, I always go back to, you know, with this Ludge or Chelios and Big Bird. and We had guys that – Whoever we played against, we could play either kind of game, whether it was a hack and whack, uh, you know, just move the puck, keep it simple, and, you know, defend that uh, that, that critical part of the ice, which is in your zone. And we, we were, we, we we were tough, tough to play against. We, we were tough to beat. We didn't give, give too much. And, you know, it's a testament of just the, the kind of guys that were assembled that uh, were all on the same page. And uh, we rode that way for quite a few years that, I'll never, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll never forget it, you know. So, you know, and Big Surge really put together a good team. Bobby Smith bringing them over was a big move for us. Another big sentiment. 
you know, even, even Matty Naslin. Look at Matt, Matty, the Matt, little yeah. Viking. I mean, yeah. he had a hundred points. I mean, this guy took a beating. We used to go into Boston. They just we'd have to scrape him off the glass uh, almost every game, but he showed up and he, he yeah. produced. And that's the type of character that he they put in the dressing room. They just yeah, we had, they, we had they great really guys. did. It's just awesome uh, guys. Yeah. So I want to know, like, listen, Calgary that year. They were supposed to beat us. We beat them. Then they beat you in 89. And I happen to think one of the biggest things the Habs were missing was me. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I really do. I think you missed that. I'm not saying, oh, we would have won it if I was there. But I I had a, a, a like a thing going on there with that other team. I know when I was against them, Landon McDonald, I remember I cross-checked him right in the mouth yeah. in the game. And I pissed Thanks. everybody off. But, you know, he gave me a chop and I give him a quick one right and I cut him. And they all went batshit. They were, what's he going to do next? And I'm convinced, I'm not convinced, but it would have been different if I was there. I truly believe that. And that's yeah. confidence. I don't care. Yeah, well, it's, you know, uh, if you look year after year at teams that find ways to win and the ones that don't win because they have, you know, certain injuries and, and certain guys that aren't doing what they're supposed to do, and it's over because it goes so quick, so quick right. in the finals, so. So it's funny, you know, I, we've talked to, I remember going to the final and we got the conference final. We win the Stanley cup. We get to the final. I couldn't imagine, right. Going all that way and then losing and then never getting another sniff. You got another sniff at it and you got both ends of it. Right. How, how like bummed out were you that year when you lost it, you get to the final. It's such a grind to get there. You already won one. I, we're going for number two. And it's like, ah, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not fun when you got to go shake yeah. the shake their their hands and you're on the losing end. No, it's not yeah. fun. We we had a we had a little meeting. Uh, I'm not sure what uh, game it was, and you know I I was getting near the end as far as my career goes, and uh, you know I, I basically stood up and said to the guys, you know, there's Keener there, there's uh, quite a few uh, younger guys, and I said. Listen, guys, you're in the finals. Don't hold anything back. Find a way to perform and make the difference because you might not ever see another Stanley Cup final in your career. So, right, you know, just uh, get get it going and find a way and do do everything you can do to uh, you know give your your team uh, a chance to win in the in the final. So, anyways, it's all uh, it's it's all. Uh, great history and uh like i said before really memorable guys that you went to battle with and i'm i'm looking at one right now and i always go back go back to bring uh, it bring it me he's looking at me he's looking like, like i didn't play a playoff game what are you talking over, about over one <laughs> and i you know i i've seen guys that can't skate that well and I've seen others that I was really impressed when I saw this guy skate across concrete in Vancouver to do a, a tackle on Kurt Frazier because he thought he got the best of him in a scrap on the ice. He decided to skate across concrete to tackle him before he got to the dressing room. But, I mean, uh, next, the, the, the list goes on, and I, I won't get into some of the, some of the ones that we, uh, we, we look back and we said, oh, Jeez, was that uh, the hell? was that uh, a special night or not? And uh, we uh, 
we we really we did it up we did it up well and we did well uh, on the ice and we did well off the ice. I love it. I love hearing this stuff because you know I it's a grind, right? Like to, I I think it was Andrew Ladd when they won the cup in Chicago. He was like the first thing he thought was like I'm glad this is over. Like you know it's just a, right. Like it's just a grind. But they locked us in a hotel. We locked we were locked in a hotel for two months. We used yeah. to call it Alcatraz. It was yeah. a hotel in the middle of nowhere, and that's where we ended up going. So it was uh, it was a sacrifice that we maybe guys question at the time, but it worked, and we got what we ultimately uh, wanted to get, and uh, couldn't couldn't get it uh, done better than the Montreal Canadiens uh, scenario. Yeah, we used to stay at this hotel, Steve. Uh, Hotel Il de Helen. Il Chiron. Il Chiron. Il Chiron. Il Chiron. And there was a hotel out in the middle of nowhere. It's in um, the um, the uh, St. Lawrence Seaway. It's out By in the, the middle of the tunnel. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And and we would go practice, go for a team dinner, and then we'd stay there the night before the game. And it was uh, like. <laughs> We had a couple times guys snuck out, right? They end up in a car accident. It was all over the newspaper. (laughs) They get in a car accident with a couple of girls. Um, Yeah, there's some crazy shit happened. Um, Wasn't us. Wasn't us. Wasn't us. (laughs) Not me and Greeny. No way. You guys are Christians. We'd follow all the rules of the curfew, even to the point where we put rocks (laughs) in the fire escape doors so we get back (laughs) in after 11. (laughs) Oh God, we have fun. Um, so Greeny, awesome. uh, your time Montreal um, ends after that year, and you move on. You head to uh, the Red Wings, play for uh, Brian Murray, who used to oh, I used to hate him. Um, uh, and then the Islanders, Al Aba, those two years, and you and you you packed it in. Um, I will tell you, Tim, Greeny, incredible. He played his whole career single. Now, wow. uh, you know, I really, it, yeah, it's smart. I, talk about impressive that he yeah. was able to do what he did all them years. He, he, he single guy his whole career. And I remember we used to have a guy come in, you know, how the guys come in uh, from the behavioral health program now, and they talk to the players yeah, shit yeah. to watch out for. Yeah. Well, we had a guy from Boston. His name was Frank Torpy, <laughs> former cop. And he come in. We're going to, yeah, you know, watch how guys going to come. They're going to offer you cocaine. You know, they're going to want to be hanging around you just for your money. And now you got to watch out. And then they talked about how, uh, you know, players, you know, after their career, more than half end up divorced, blah, blah, blah. And and then he also said, you got to be careful. People are going to want you to go in the restaurant business. And 50% of them fail. And I have to bring this up, not to embarrass you, Rick. But I just got to remember, Rick used to come in all the time. You know, we'd be up late one night. We'd come in, and uh, how was it this morning? Waking up with them kids running around the house, right? Like, give it to everybody, right? And <laughs> then now we're in retirement. He had kids later. And I, I would call Green. I'm there. What's up? I want to go play golf. I want to go do it. Ah, I suck. I got <laughs> Grumpy old man now. But yeah. it, it, all kidding aside, the, um, the, the funny, when I, when I think back of that, those times and Greeny loved to go on his boat in the summertime and go boating. Uh, m- meanwhile, I got to tell you, I've never gone boating with him, 
He's offered me to come. I don't know how many times. You see, you're busy. Um, you're busy. <laughs> so Greeny says, listen, this summer, I can't wait. I'm opening up a disco back in a bar back in at the lake. I'm there, up in Simcoe, right? So I'm there, cool, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I remember it really well. The bank, the bank remembered me really he well. He said, I'm going to be spinning records, all the <laughs> chicks. You won't believe all the chicks will be in there, right? He came back to training camp. He was like, he was he was dead tired at the beginning of the season. He said, the biggest fucking mistake I ever made in my life. He said, Knox, fucking no one wants to work. People leave early. Fucking... I, hiring people setting schedules it fucking sucked one year of it right I, like how, was that such a rude awakening you know when you're playing the game like you love and then you know we go out and have fun at bars and then you think oh if i had a place to be great how, how shocking was that to you when you got in that business well you know uh live and learn as they say you know it was yeah. it, the, the timing was such that it was it was great because we had won the cup. So you bring the cup back there, everybody's ready to, you know, come to the place and spend spend the money. But uh, no, that was uh, it was it was another one of my not so bright moves. And, you know, I, I don't, so you you opened a disco to have a cup party, uh, basically. Uh, I don't know. I didn't I, I didn't think it was a disco, but it did turn into one on on occasional nights. You know? So, but uh, anyway, it's all good. I. I uh, I look back and say, yeah, I made a mistake. Now I got to keep moving forward. So, you know, time is ticking. So, so looking back, uh, your career, the, who would you say? And and I know it's hard because I've been asked the question too. Who was the greatest player you ever played with in the NHL? Well, there's none in Washington, so we can, you know, we can cut, that, cut that back. Although, it, that, you know, that being said, Mike Gardner was there, good player. Ryan Dennis Maroke, Dennis Maroke, 60. Dennis oh. scored 60, uh, 60 goals. So, you know, as far as all-round uh, guys go, there, there's a few there. But I look at you come in and you see what Stevie Shutt can do. Uh you, 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 you know, the big bird, you see how he plays the game. Um, you know, um, Bobby Ganey, you know, every night it's the same. These, there, there was no nights off for these guys. And yeah. that was, uh, you know, that was a, a, a that, that gave me a, a, a big, uh, left a big mark in, in my mindset saying, okay, these guys are successful because they, they do it each and every night, each and every shift, and you know their their record speaks for themselves. So, um, pick me yeah. one though. Pick me one of of the best. Yeah, like the, the guys you play with. Even though it was uh, short term, um, Guy Lafleur, uh, right? Priceless, priceless yeah, guy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what about coaches? Who was one of your? Who was uh, your best coach? Uh, Burnsy, Pat Burns, Burnsy. Uh, other th other than him waiting for me to fall asleep on the plane and him coming back to steal my <laughs> my boating books, uh, he was he was he was a he was a good guy and and you know the the day that he said to me in the semifinals against Philadelphia saying 
what are you doing after the game? And I looked at him and I said, what do you mean? He says, well, I have a couple of friends that are here at the game. And if you want to come and join us, you can come out with us after the game. This is in the playoffs, right? I'm going, Renzi, not a good idea, but, but thanks anyway. So uh, I couldn't get through the game without turning around and having a look to see what exactly was behind the bench. And I can understand why he looked so terrible the next day uh, when he came to the ring. So, yeah. All good, though. You know, I, I, it's a shame because I got traded when they fired Perron and Burns. He came in because I would have been perfect for him. If you love your pet like I love my St. Bernard Adele, you'll want to feed them a balanced, biologically appropriate raw diet. The reason I've chosen Formula Raw is because all blends of their food are locally sourced and they consist of exclusively human-grade meat and organs, as well as fruits and vegetables. And all products used are hormone and antibiotic-free. So like I said, if you love your pet like I love Adele, you'll choose Formula Raw. Make sure you go to FormulaRaw.com and use the promo code RAWNUX at checkout to receive 10% off your first order. That's RAWNUX, R-A-W-K-N-U-X. For me, LaMere was my favorite coach. Uh, I love Claude Ruel at the beginning for teaching me and helping me. LeMaire was unbelievable for me. And I p- came back my last season with Bernsey from Boston. Serge brought me back for the curtain call. And Tim, Bernsey, Serge put me in the building that Pat Burns was living in. He said, okay, big boy, you're coming back. I don't want no problem. I'm going to put you in the same building as the coach. So I'm like, okay, all right, I'll- so Burns, he's on like the green, he's on like the 12th floor. I'm on the 15th. And I'd see him after, hey, what's up, Nux? You know, uh, so we, we go to practice that day. The next day, we have those fucking tests they do every year at the end of the season. Fitness tests, fat tests, push-ups, sit-ups, everything. So Burns, he says to me after practice, he said, listen, the tests are tomorrow. We're not on the ice. Want to come for dinner with me on there. Wow, I got to take the test. I don't give a fuck. I know what you can do. I don't give a shit, right? So I'm like, so we go to dinner. He had a couple of friends in town. And afterwards, we go to um, <laughs> La Pasha Club. I'm there till fucking four in the morning with Pat Burns doing shots. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You're fine. Yeah, whatever. I went there the next day. I, I threw up doing sit-ups. I was drunk. I had some college kid looking at me like, this is a fucking pro athlete, right? And and I end up going, we had to skate a mile on the ice in the form. So I get out there with Cabo, and I don't know if there was four other guys. And Cabo actually lapped me. And that, here's my sentiment for all these years, and he's lapping me. I'm going, fuck, I, I think this is the end for me. I mean, I got to retire. That was the day I said, this is it. And it was, that was, that was the end for me. And, but Bernsey, that's how he was, right? Oh, yeah. Like an oh, awesome yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, really. Really So awesome then you guy. get into, uh, you go right into coaching. Was that the plan? For, for me? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Tim. Yeah. Um, it was, um, yeah. Al Arbor, he gave me the opportunity to, you know, make that transition right from playing to, he moved Kenny Morrow out uh, as a defensive coach. And he, him and Billy Torrey gave me the chance to stay on 
And, uh, you know, big, big transition to happen that quickly. But those guys were great, great with me. And how long were you there? Three and a half, three and a half years, Island. three and a half years. I was there when uh, Montreal beat the Islanders in uh, 93. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was, that was good. That was good. A nice, uh, a nice group, uh, management group. And then, you know, then after that, it was out with the big bird after, uh, he, uh, I guess it was a shortened season, 94, 95. And Larry got a chance to go uh, out to LA and he asked me if I wanted to go out with him. So I went out there for so, so you- Four years. You went to LA, and and how'd you end up back in Montreal behind the bench? Uh, I ended up uh, nosing around after they let Larry and I go in '99, and uh, Andre Savard had come in in Montreal. They changed uh, Mario and, and Reja, and, and uh, Michel Terrien came in, and Andre Savard. I call him, and he Andre said, "Yeah, come on in and meet with Michel." So I, I I went in and they said yeah come on join join the group so four four years uh, five and a half two and a bit with uh, Michelle and then uh, Claude Ju- Julie and I were uh, were let go uh, together and you know uh, all uh, yeah and and then what listen I want to go back just for the coaching thing like that one year you went to um, Murano. How was that? What was that in the, in, in Switzerland? That's in uh, Northern Italy, in the Dolomite Mountains. Northern Italy. Yeah. So, how was that? That was uh, that was quite interesting because when I first had the opportunity, I said, "Okay, where?" I said I might as well go over and try the wine and you know see what the hockey's all about. So uh, the guy called me and said, "Ah, oh, you can go to." Uh, go to Murano and um, they're having problems with uh, a, a team in Bolzano. There's a kind of a really hard nosed rough guy that's running around intimidating our team. So if you can come, maybe you can settle them down. And little did I know that I found out after I arrived there was Perry Turnbull was the, uh, oh, was, the was the guy that was over there tormenting all these, these poor uh, small Italian guys. But anyways, I went, I went over uh, and played an outdoor rink. It was an outdoor rink in the bottom yeah. of the, the mountains uh, at that time. Was it a good, good experience? Oh, uh, it was great because, I, again, I was single, so I, I took my dad, <laughs> and uh, we just we toured the country. I skied a little bit, and, you know, a couple months uh, over there was, was great. Uh, you know, why not? So, yeah. Uh, you been over there, Nux? Have I? Yeah. I had an opportunity to go to Balzano in 92. Yeah, which is right. Greeny brought it up, and I passed up on it. I said, you know, I don't want to drag my family over. Honestly, I kicked myself in the ass. I wish I did. Well, you know, it, it would have been different if I had family because, you yeah. know, it's, you just got to – you go in these little villages, right, and it's, there's not a, yeah. a lot to do. So, But uh, I was – I was single. I could do it, and uh, it was it was great. It was fun. We were we were we were an awful uh, team, uh, terrible. And uh, yeah. Cliff Ronning was over there. He was playing. I forget which place, but um, we we ended up into a snowstorm, um, and the game almost got canceled because of the snowstorm. So it's it's <laughs> you, you'd have to see it to believe it, and. Uh, 
Well, Steve played in Russia, no, right? No, I played all over there, too, the outdoor yeah. rink. I, okay. I know what you're talking about. All right, about. so, yeah, you, you, know, know. you know the drill. And it's uh, yeah, coming, coming from, like, coming from like, the, uh, the, the big league to going over there is kind of like, oh, wow, this is this is an interesting transition. This is awful. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, you know what? You, you make the best of it. and. We had it. We had it one time. We had to choose in Switzerland between the skate sharpener or the coffee machine. Okay. And the guys were like, "We went with the coffee machine." Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, if anyone hit, the skates got fucked up, there was no sharpening. Well, yeah, it was. It was different. Yeah, I enjoyed their pizza and their wine. I have to say that, and their yeah. skiing. Skiing is beautiful. So. And did you travel? Did you like? Did you travel around much? Uh, I, I did a little bit with my dad, but not nothing crazy yeah. into Switzerland and stuff. But. Uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. So, Greeny, I want to ask you a few quickies while around the league. Uh, favorite? What was your favorite city playing in? Like going to? You know, Quebec City. Really? Yeah. Quebec City was your favorite. Yeah. What was it? The Dago Bear or was it? The uh, I never, I never went there. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a couple yeah, little... To little, play little, hockey, that's what you uh, meant, right? Yeah, not, not yeah. to go out? I, well, <laughs> it, Quebec City was a, was a fun place. We, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope they get a, a team back in the league. I don't know if they have a will, but it is a great city, yeah, right? Yeah. So, you know, if people say, yeah, what, what city did you like? Well, you know what? Quebec City was good. It wasn't L.A. It wasn't right. New York. It wasn't Boston. Although Boston's nice, yeah. but Quebec was yeah. was good. Was good. Yeah. What was the worst yeah. city? Washington. Uh, Winnipeg. There you oh. go. Uh, so many people say Winnipeg, but yeah. so many know. guys, Tim, that play there, they love it, right? Yeah. Tim, yeah. you played there. Yeah, I loved it when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is a. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not. You know, you can't. Yeah, I, I get it, but I guess when you're a Winnipeg Jet in Winnipeg, it's awesome. You know, yeah. I don't know about, you know, going on the road probably does, you know, it's one of the, you know, not fun for sure. All right. Um, if you look around, all the guys you played against, all those great players over the years, the guys you played with, well, guys you played with, we know. But if you could have played with one guy from our era, who would it have been? Played with one guy from our, as in, a, say, a partner in position? Anybody, or just yeah, a partner or even a forward, someone that, you know, you admire in the game or someone you'd like to play with. Say a partner, deep partner. Oof. Denny Potvin? Don't tell me Mike Milbury. Don't tell me Mike <laughs> Milbury. <laughs> uh, Denny Potvin? Potvin? Over Ray Bork. Uh, Ray was okay, but he's from. He played in Boston, so I think I can't. I can't talk about <laughs> right, Boston. Okay. As I look at that yeah. jersey behind you. But yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, look, you know, if, if you open up a book and you went down the list of all the players from those years, there were there were a lot of great ones. Like yeah, the, you can put you can put an awful pile together of great great players, whether you know. Islanders or, uh, you know, the, the list, the list is large. All right. You played hockey your whole life. Who is your closest friend that you played with in the national hockey league? 
Uh, the big bird, I guess. Yeah, right. The big bird. That's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, we. Uh, big Larry. We seemed we roomed together. Uh, I had to deal with him his, his late night apple pie ice cream uh, orders <laughs> at room service. Um, but we, you know, we boated uh, for many years together, and uh, we we had great great times. Yeah, that's that's a that's a. Uh, that's a good man. So yeah, you guys had a great relationship. Yeah, he didn't get that. in on the disco with you. Um, not well. I, I won't. You're too I busy won't playing there. polo. I won't. I won't go there. There was another disco that we went to that he'll never forget. Uh, that I kind of dragged him back home, which was a good thing. But uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he was a. He was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, and we covered a lot of ice. Uh, between the two of us when it came to uh, defending, not too many guys could uh, kind of get by us. So it was on and off the ice. It was, uh, you know, a great, great pleasure. So um, I got to get in here somewhere. Who's the craziest fucker you ever play with? <laughs> well. Well, come on, there's some there. Come on, Chelly. Course. No. No, look at. Uh, I I can probably wrap off a, a a good ten twelve stories about you and some of your <laughs> some of your actions. Uh, well, let's hear one, Tim. Yeah, Tim, yeah. Tim, we got all day, Tim. We got all day. Well, yeah. you know, we're we're in Vancouver uh, one year, so we're in the the local spot, and. Uh, there was about four of us and this guy, you know, obviously knew who Knuckles was, would, would walk by us as a group and we would basically give him the shoulder as he went by, which the first time it happened, he figured it was just an accident. So Knux in a true fashion, this guy, what's he doing? I'm not going to Relax, relax. We're just here for an hour and then we're leaving. So the guy turned around came back, bumped him again. So now the wires are started to heat up to the point where they're almost touching. So uh, I looked at him and I saw that look of touched wires and I said, okay, Nox, uh, we got to go. Nah, nah, this guy, I'm going to attack him. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to do this. So, we, so I, I, I put Nox in a headlock and uh, I dragged him into the, the, the cab, and we ended up finding out that this guy that was challenging him was a Canadian kickboxing champion of Canada. <laughs> that, uh, of course, Knuckles didn't care or didn't yeah. worry about, but I think it would have been not that pretty as much cool. as you did more winning than losing, but you know. Uh, yeah. And, and the craziness my... and the craziness about him. <laughs> <clears throat> is the worst thing that you could do to him is think that you beat him in a fight. Because he would, <laughs> if, if he could, he would follow you all the way to your house to make sure that you realize that, you, you know, you didn't, you didn't beat him. He was just like <laughs> crazy, crazy man. Uh, but but uh, We heard it here last week. The only time you lose, Greeny, is when you quit. Yeah, right? well, you're... You, you're, you know that that well, and oh my God, 
you uh, you kept oh. me, you kept me entertained and, and laughing uh, in in a lot of ways. But uh, I, I won't say crazy, but I'll just say one of uh, uh, accepted, uh, not second. Yeah, <laughs> the best guy to have on your side. Oh yeah, that's the best. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, without question. Yeah, good oh, good God. stuff. So we we you know. Nux and I, uh, we had a pretty good um, relationship as far as, other than he did punch me one time in the side of the face. I'm not sure why he did it. Uh, it was just a love tap. Oh, uh, yeah, it was a love sure. tap. I was yeah. getting your attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you got my attention, and uh, I said, okay, then let's go back to the hotel again. But anyways, we uh, <laughs> we, uh, we had a good we had a good, no. good time. We, I'm uh, telling you, did we laugh? Yeah. Um, I remember there were nights we'd drive home from downtown. We'd drive down. Greeny dropped me off. He had the old Cadillac, you know, and we'd be driving down Maisonette, the two of us just, like, laughing our balls off. <laughs> well, wow. had so much fun. He, and Nux was uh, – he, he had this Lincoln Continental. I think it was a Lincoln. It was about a 1972. <laughs> There's a, like, about – 30 feet long. I got it from Whitey, right? Yeah, yeah I got it from Whitey. And uh, he could always find parking places by moving cars, right? So he would, <laughs> so we're on, we're on De Maisonneuve and I, I jumped into this parking spot ahead of him because there's no way I was giving it to him and there was no room for him to park that boat. So he goes, oh, oh, oh there, there's a spot there. I go, you, could, you couldn't put a Toyota in there. He goes, Watch me, watch me. So he backs this big Lincoln into the bumper of this little Toyota or something, puts it in reverse, and they start spinning these tires. The rubber is, is, is burning, smelling, stinky. But he moved the car completely against the other car to the point where you could get this huge bolt of a Lincoln in and said, I told you I could park this thing in yeah, anyway. <laughs> I'm a good parallel pocket. Oh, oh man. my goodness. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh Greeny. What memories. Oh, yeah. Great memories. Oh, yeah. All right, I got a couple quickies for you. Either ors. Okay? You got to yeah. pick one or the other. All right. Boating or golf? Boating. Or a coffee? Um, Bobby Orr. I love it. French girls or English girls? Oof, no choice on that. What can I say? <laughs> French girls. French girls gotta French they girls. do it. I said Quebec City. Trying to get was... trying to get you in trouble. Trying to get you yeah, in trouble. I was gonna say single or married. <laughs> <laughs> well listen, I said Quebec City Next was question. One, of, one of my favorite cities. I didn't tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Putin or smoked meat? Smoke meat. Smoke meat. Blondes or brunettes? Blondes. Automatic blondes. Ball huggers or boxer shorts? Uh, yes. Boxer, boxer shorts. <laughs> All right, Greeny. Good, good. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us, buddy. It was awesome today. Uh, I appreciate your time. Uh, a lot of fun going over uh, what was an awesome career yeah. for you and, and having, having got to win the Stanley Cup together, I'm, I'm going to tell you that was friggin' highlight of my 
my hockey career and, you know, one of the highlights of my life. Yeah, we uh, treasure those memories and, uh, you know, great, great friendship. And I, you know, obviously wish you and you and Tim uh, all the all the very best. Stay healthy and enjoy the ride. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Raw Knuckles podcast. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe.